Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Sorry did. to people who believe that he's alive, but he ain't alive. Yeah. So... I um, like the color pink. To go, right? Hold on. Lil John. No. Okay, are you going to look it up? It is Lil John. Play it. Is it Get Low? Which one is no, it? No, that is not Get that's Low. That's like Get Low, low, low. Yes, yes, yes. Low. Which one is That was one time. <laughs> Made out with the hot dog. <laughs> oh. oh. Mean Girls. Is this Yeah. It? Yeah. It's always going like, girls. that happened one time. I, I had like, to go to the bathroom and the, I missed the climax. The quote is always mean girls, no matter what. Like, it's October 3rd. <laughs> what day is today? All oh, you <laughs> sucker MCs ain't got, got nothing, nothing on me. <laughs> but my grace to my rhymes, you can't touch Kevin, Kevin G. G. I'm a mathlete. So nerd, nerd is the word like James Bond the third. Should she take it not certain with Kevin the poor? The D is silent when I sneak in your door and make love it to your woman on the bathroom floor. I won't play it like Shaggy. You'll know it was me. Cause the next time you see it, it should be like, uh, Kevin G. <laughs> so this thing the drink that I made, I poured vodka. You know Jim Bond. What happens when she makes her own drinks is why you should have made it. She don't know. No. Toma agua. Toma agua. Te dije que vas a hacer todo el pinche podcast en español. No Nintendo. Todo el podcast en español. Por favor. Por favor. I love you. Run, Forrest. Run. When I die, I'm going to be a butterfly. I'm going to fly far away from here. Away from your bullshit. Mama said, like a box of chocolate. If I was going somewhere, I was running. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Please do that again. Please do it again. If I was going somewhere, I was running. to hang out a little bit earlier than norm today yes everybody really could get to my casa earlier bravo yes. to them um but we did decide to have a few drinks so a few i mean i'm on a dose but if you follow us on instagram you will see <laughs> what our cup size is so we got our red solo cups times two so technically we're on drink four yes michelle has taken a few shots she is a whiskey girl Yes. But yeah, we decided what better way to bring in the month of November than to be a little tipsy. <laughs> what does that have to do with November? <laughs> I mean... You it, get drunk to be around your family. Exactly. So the only way sometimes to put up with your family is to be a little buzz. So the first Thanksgiving meal contained, can we guess? Mashed um, Turkey, obviously. There is actually no recorded history that it actually was turkey. Chickens. I mean, because think, where the fuck are they going to get a turkey from? Oh, never mind. Turkey was indeed plentiful. <laughs> okay, what else? Mashed potatoes. Well, they just called it potatoes, but I'll give you that one. Corn. I'm going to say since they were on Plymouth in Massachusetts, they, get, they had fucking seafood. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Why are you flicking me off right now, though? This is my ring finger. That's not your ring. Oh, the other one is not your ring finger. Corn. <laughs> okay, this they have vegetables. To have a vegetable. It just says vegetables. Okay. So you have turkey, 
fish, and vegetables. There are four more. Christina is so drunk right now. <laughs> there are four more parts of this meal. Do we have to guess everything? Yes. Look at her. She's, she's, she's fucking feisty okay. right Can now. Can y'all hurry the so, fuck up? Turkey, uh, shrimp and shit, <laughs> vegetables, shrimp. potatoes, um, bread. Bread was one. Yes. Are you looking at your fucking laptop? No, you're not. Bread? bread. No, no bread. Okay. Bitch. Macaroni. <laughs> of course there was bread. What the fuck There's are you talking no about? Ma- what the? You just, you're the one jams, that said there was no macaroni jam, there. Jam, sweet potatoes. <laughs> what the fuck are jams? <laughs> sweet potatoes. <laughs> okay, you want me to guess four more, but everything I'm guessing is a no. She's I don't guessing know everything. Wait, okay, did you guess any fruits? <laughs> yeah. Yam is not a fruit. Apples. Sorry. Yes, okay, fruit. Strawberry. Should I give you shellfish if you said fish? I said seafood. I said seafood. Okay, yeah, there you go. Motherfucker. There's two more. You said mashed potatoes or potatoes? So, potatoes. And then we need dessert. What's the dessert, hose? Apples. Apple pie, pumpkin. Pumpkin pie. Duh. So, what were the five things? Turkey, Uh vegetables, potatoes, apple, pumpkin motherfucking pie. You're missing one big category. (laughs) And seafood. Yes. Seafood. Shellfish and fish. Seafood. Guess, guess what, Northerners? We don't eat seafood down south. Fuck you. Yes, we, we do. What are you talking? We have catfish parlor down the road. But where we get it from the fucking Gulf? Oh my god. While the people up north get it from the actual ocean? They're so lucky. Exactly. We get it from the Gulf of fucking Mexico. Do you understand that our swimming water is brown and we still swim in it like it's fucking blue? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Well, water's not really blue, by the way. What is it? The ocean sky? No, wait. Girl, what are you singing? Deep in the heart of Texas. (laughs) Okay, that... (laughs) That's wrong. That's how it goes. That that is not how that goes. Uh, That is. Google it. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Reminds me of the one oh I love deep in the heart of Texas. Okay, I said say? the ocean. <laughs> she said the ocean sky. The ocean has a sky. It's big and bright. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. I believe the ocean has its own sky. Girl, what the fuck what? are you talking about? What? Are you talking about the surface? Listen to me. Listen, Linda. Did you get this off some Linda. flat earth website? Linda, listen. She's a flat earther. Disclaimer. She is a flat earther. Don't believe anything she says. But I believe the ocean has its own sky. Because listen, when the fucking, like, if you've ever been to the ocean, if you haven't, you're fucking missing the fuck out. <laughs> Okay. You you been to the ocean? I've been to the ocean. You've been, been to the, the ocean. ocean. Okay, been I've been to the Okay, have you been in the ocean? Yes. I swim in the ocean. I fucking pee in the ocean. I fucking lose my camera in the ocean. <laughs> I fucking been there. I fucking been on a boat in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, on I've a boat. been there. What? Okay. So the sky is so different when you're in the ocean. It's not the same. It's How like, is it not the same, listen, girl? It's listen, like a, okay. It's not that it's different. It's that because you're in the middle of the ocean, there's no fucking city lights. There's no fucking, like, mm-hmm. lights from anywhere. So it's just, like, pure. The same. And that's how I fuck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking feel that when you're in the middle of the ocean, just the sky's so pure. It just feels like it's a different sky because you don't have any, like, 
taintness. Damn. <laughs> you don't have any taintness from the outside world. Please. There is taintness times a word? You know what's crazy? On my last cruise, there was this moment where we were sitting outside on the balcony. And we saw... <laughs> Okay. We saw like a reflection onto the water because one, if I was in the middle of the ocean without a fucking light on my boat, I'd be fucking shitting myself because it's just pure darkness out there. And then two, when we were there, there was just like a reflection of kind of like people dancing. Like it was crazy. It was a crazy moment. It was people dancing and you could see them like moving along the water. But it was like the reflection because it was so dark out there. So anything anybody does on the boat, if it, if it was like illuminated correctly, I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with this right now. I Girl, I don't know what the fuck you're the talking about. The sky is different. So in this episode, we decided because it's the beginning of the month, we haven't really done any conspiracy theories yet. We thought that we would throw one at you. So we each kind of have our own separate conspiracy theories. I think we're going to start with Michelle. 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 Bernice says that the best. Michelle. Um, but yeah, we're just, honestly, we're just going to hop right into it because why the fuck not? I mean, exactly. there's no time to waste. So let's just let Michelle fucking say her theory. We'll fucking comment along the way. Then Bernice will go. And then I will go. So yeah. Enjoy. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, we are drunk. Um, so yeah, okay, so go ahead, Michelle, let us know what you got for us. Okay, so this is like, this is one of my favorite conspiracy theories. Um, it's a conspiracy that, um, Andy Kaufman is still alive and that he faked his own death. So Andy Kaufman is a, um, performance artist. Okay. Um, people like to label him a comedian because, of course, like, he made people laugh. You know, Latka on Taxi, that was one of uh, his famous characters. And then um, he did a lot of comedy shows. But um, he was also a musician. And he um, he just liked to label himself as somebody who entertains people. Okay. Um, he was born in 1949, and he died from lung cancer in 1984 at the age of 35. Damn, that's young. Yeah. So, I'm gonna... Yeah. Um, he's often known for his, like, offbeat comedy. Um, it, his comedy is not your typical comedy. Like, one of his most famous sketches or skits is the Mighty Mouse sketch that he did at SNL. And it's literally him playing the Mighty Mouse theme on a, a record player. Mm-hmm. And him, when the um, the song goes, and here I come to save the day, like, he, he lip syncs that. And that's all he does. So was he best known for being on SNL? Well, he wasn't on SNL, but he did do, like, a few guest spots. Okay. Um, he's most known for Taxi, which is that show with Tony Danza. Yeah. Um, he played Latka, who was, like, a, an immigrant. I think he was here on a visa or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, that's what he's known for. And also, um, at one of his live, this is like one of my favorite stories about him. Um, at his, one of his live performances, instead of doing his, uh, Mighty Mouse skit, he started reading The Great Gatsby. And then, like, a whole bunch of people were yelling and, like, telling, like, heckling him. And then he stops and starts playing a record. And people are like, oh, he's going to do his Mighty Mouse skit. And then and instead, the um, the record that's playing starts off where he left off with The Great Gatsby. What? 
it. <laughs> so did he do it on purpose? Yeah, just to piss people off. Because they all expected the Mighty Mouse skit. Yeah. Wow. And he was also, um, I don't know how you say this, a female wrestler. <laughs> what? Yeah, so um, I don't know too much about this. Um, it's all covered in Man on the Moon, which is that movie with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a male and he fought women in the women's wrestling. And I think he actually won. But I get, I don't know why he did that. I don't know. I'm sure there's like more into it. But how did they allow a male to fight a woman? I don't know. I, did they I mean, really think he was a woman also? No. So they knew he was male. Yeah. So because he was known for his off-brand kind of comedy, he liked to also prank people and um, like do practical jokes and stuff. That's why many people think he like faked his death because he often stated himself that he was going to fake his own death. Um, and rumors are also fueled by uh, Tony Clifton, which is one of his alter egos or one of his characters, which was like this absurd, like abusive kind of like comedy person. Um, he would open up for Andy Kaufman and like get them riled up and stuff. And, um, so rumors were were fueled by Tony Clifton's appearance at the comedy store's tribute to Andy Kaufman a year later after his death. And apparently it wasn't just Kaufman who played Tony Clifton, it was also his brother Michael or Bob Zamuda. Um, and rumors are also fueled by the fact that the type of lung cancer that he had was extremely rare and he was young when he acquired it. I mean, what, 35? 34. 34. That is fucking young. Yeah. Um, and apparently, um, I know the man on the moon covers this a lot, but he did some psychic surgery before he died, which I don't know if y'all know about that, Mm-mm. but it's when people, um, it's like really weird. Like you lay on this thing and then like they apparently like pull out the bad energy from you. Get the bad juju it's, out. It's really weird. But he went, he underwent that and he uh, stick, stuck to a diet of like vegetables and fruits and stuff. Um, but, anyways, um, in 2013, responding to rumors following the appearance of an actress who claimed to be Kaufman's daughter and that he was still alive. So, this daughter was saying that, oh, he's my dad and he's still alive. Whatever. How old is she? Um, I think she might have been in her 30s. I know he did have one daughter and that she was put up for adoption because it was the result of an of a high school relationship. So the lost the LA County Coroner's office re-released Kaufman's death death certificate to confirm he was indeed deceased and buried at Beth David Cemetery. But in 2014, Zamuda and Lynn Margulies, which is which was Kaufman's girlfriend at the time of his death, co-authored Andy Kaufman, The Truth, finally, a book claiming that Kaufman's death was indeed a prank and that he would soon be revealing himself as his upper limit on the prank was 30 years. So that's my... So when he was 64, he would just, what, come out? Apparently. But, so I mean, is it's there 2014. He... Exactly. So is there evidence that he's come back? No, but before it was, like, outed that two other people portrayed Tony Clifton... Um, Tony Clifton was making appearances after Andy Kaufman had died 
And so people were like, why is he here? That's Tony. That's yeah. Andy Kaufman's character. Um, so people thought he was still alive. And there's pictures on the internet of, like, there's one that I distinctly remember. And it's, like, somebody coming out of a theater. And um, it was, like, two years after he died. And it looks like Andy Kaufman. But, I mean, that could be doctored. But does his um, daughter say anything? Like, oh, yeah, he's back? I'm not sure. I know in 1992, that's when she learned she was Andy Kaufman's daughter. So she didn't even know for a long time. But I don't know if she could, if she co-signs this, like, that yeah. he's alive or whatever. So you being closest to the situation, meaning that you know who this person is more than, say, me and Bernice. Yeah. What do you believe? Do you think that he planned it, or do you think that he really just did die from this cancer? I think he really did die from this cancer. Yeah? Yeah. Um, It's extremely rare, but, I mean, I don't know. The L.A. County coroner has his death certificate. I mean, but that could also be Dr. Two. You never know. Um, I have heard that, though. But also, it's a very elaborate thing to fake your own death. Yeah, You're going to be sighted somewhere. Yeah. And the last sighting, sighting in quotation marks, of Andy Kaufman was, I think, in like the late 90s, early 90s. But like, he died in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, and, come and on. And that's the other thing, too, though, is there's so many people, though, who have the same characteristics or the same features like your doppelganger, or mm-hmm. how y'all say there's like seven people. I mean, who there's look the like five different Katy Perry yeah. identical. Oh my gosh, there's so many people in my opinion that look like Katy Perry. Girl, I have a girl in my Spanish class who looks Do you like Katy Perry. Remember that um, we used to watch Skins. Yes. One of the teachers in Skins. Yes. Exactly like Katy Perry. It's fucking. I remember ridiculous. they they used to circulate that woman's nude pictures from Skins, or like a nude yeah. like screen screen grab. And they thought that it was Katy Perry, See? like, leaking nudes. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. So thanks, Michelle, for sharing. That was an amazing theory. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a theory now. Oh, God. What is it? Oh, God. <laughs> Are you ready? And I'm I scared. Hope, I hope I don't get fucking hated on because this person kind of recently passed. R.I.P. Oh my god. Um, We're gonna die. But I hope I don't get hated on. So, I have a Willy Wonka theory. Dun, dun, dun. So, I kind of have two theories, and in my opinion, they kind of tie hand in hand together. Okay. So, I'm gonna start with my first theory, and then lead into the second theory, but the second theory kind of leads into the first theory. Does that make sense? Yes? Okay. Yeah, sure. See. Okay. So, theory one is that Willy Wonka specifically chose Charlie to be the heir of the Willy Wonka throne. Heir of Slytherin. Heir of the Chocolate Factory. Chocolate. (laughs) Chocolate Factory. So, okay. So, here's the first theory. Yes, people do think that Willy Wonka specifically chose Charlie to be a part of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Which, real quick, it would make sense because if you remember the original film from 1970, like three or four, I think. Michelle's fucking useless in this era right now. 
Um, but like, remember at the end, like his little helper guy is revealed as a spy. He's a guy mm-hmm. that he ran into him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, fine. Fuck you. No, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of part of what I'm gonna say. So here's here's the facts behind the theory is one, it was pre-planned because of hired help. Okay, so we all know that the hired help was Slugworth, right? Slugworth. Yes. And then the second theory as far as hired help comes down to the Candyman. The Candyman can. So the Candyman is a major part of this theory because he had a candy store. He, one, his name is Bill. Okay, so Bill is referenced as the nickname of William or Will. Willy Wonka. Mind blown. Mind blown right there. Okay. So, I know your mind's about to be fucking rocked right now, Michelle. Okay. So, then you have Bill. One, he kind of opened it up by singing a Willy Wonka song. Okay. Right? Doesn't he have his own little song? The Candyman. Well, that was Sammy Davis Jr. No, fool. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, think it's about the, Sammy the movie. Davis Jr. song. Okay, but I'm saying he sang a song. Yeah, the right? Candyman can. So he was pro Wonka. Let's just say pro Wonka. Okay. Okay. One, this dude was giving candy out to the kids. None of them fucking fools paid for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Free fucking candy. I know. I was like. Sir, who is keeping tabs of this? Like, I just want to know who's going to play what. Who's going to pay for what? Exactly. I don't want to be charged for her candy. Exactly. So, <laughs> one, he was giving candy out. Two, he was pro-Wonka by singing about Wonka and how great, like, the candy is and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so then the theory is, is that um, he gave out the free candy that he worked for Wonka because obviously it wasn't past Wonka to hire help, right? Because he had slug worth. Yeah. So people think that he was also hired as well and that he was hired to give the candy to Charlie specifically for the fact that one, Wonka wanted somebody to be a local boy to be, well, not even a boy, but just to be a local that could take over his factory so he wanted a local person charlie was local but then he also wanted someone who was kind of more pure and obviously charlie was poor charlie didn't have any like he wasn't spoiled like fucking all the other people right veruca salt veruca you bitch do you think that willy wonka was poor that's why he picked a poor kid maybe maybe but i do think that he wanted someone who had the right intentions to run his factory that was going to be run it the right way and not fucking just see, like, money, you know? I would have given it to Oh, my God. I just realized something. What? Mike TV, he loved TV. Charlie Bucket, he lives in a fucking bucket. He's poor. (laughs) Veruca Salt, this bitch is fucking always complaining. She's salty. Violet Beauregard... The bitch turns violet into a fucking blueberry. Yeah. What's the Augustus Gloop? He's fucking Gloop. Because oh, what's a Gloop? You a fucking Gloop, bruh. Bernice, don't be a Gloop. Wow, why do I gotta be the Gloop? So yeah, 
I gotta be a fat kid? So listen, so this is the first theory, right? That Charlie was specifically picked by Wonka to run the factory by the Candyman. Because listen, if you watch the movie, you'll specifically see... Remember when Charlie's going to get the candy, right? He goes back. He's going to buy the candy because Grandpa gave him money, right? And he's like... Oh, no. Are you talking about the time that he gets the ticket? The golden ticket? Yeah. So when he gets... No. He, he found the money, right? No. He got paid from his newspaper gig. Okay. And then he was like... Um, I think his grandpa told him to treat himself or something. And so... Yeah. Yeah. But either way, his grandpa basically put the idea yes. there to go to the chocolate factory. Exactly. Or to go to the candy yeah. shop. So he goes to the candy shop. When he's there, he doesn't know what he wants to get. He doesn't know what candy he wants to choose. He doesn't specifically choose a Wonka You're candy right. bar. Okay. So what he does is he, I think he like asks like, what's the better bar or what's the biggest bar or what can he get? Right. Yeah. So the candy man gives him a candy. Well, he's going to leave, but then he decides, you know what? Let me get one for grandpa. So when he goes back in to get one for Grandpa, that's when he, the Candyman specifically hands him the Wonka bar. With the golden ticket. With the golden ticket. So that's what makes people suggest that Willy Wonka had specifically hired the Candyman to choose a certain kid. Because one, you know the Candyman probably already knew who Charlie was. Yeah. Because it's like a local candy store. Two, when you go into a candy store, right... You usually have boxes out and about that people can grab from, stuff like that. Well, these boxes, if you watch the movie, were specifically behind the counter, okay? So nobody could get them. Nobody could choose them. The person working behind the counter had to give you that candy bar, okay? So then Charlie goes in. He doesn't say what type of candy bar he wants, nothing like that. And the candy man specifically hands him the Wonka candy bar. And then boom. Charlie has a ticket. It was in his pocket the whole time, so wouldn't it be like a little bit softer than all the other chocolates? I'd be like, why is this not so chocolate? (gasps) What do you mean it was in his pocket? He grabbed it from the back bar. But how did he know that? Because he worked for Wonka. He specifically worked for Willy Wonka. So he already knew what chocolate bar had the golden ticket in it. He specifically handed that chocolate bar to Charlie to get the golden ticket. Yes. Comprende? See, si, comprende. Okay, so it's la first theory. Second theory, and we're gonna go a little bit deeper. We're gonna go a little bit darker. Is that Willy Wonka is a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard this. So, okay, finish, and then I have to, I have to write my idea down because otherwise I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> okay, so this theory is is that Wonka deliberately lured kids to their deaths into the factory and the reason being is they were pieces of shit basically (laughs) basically but basically because um think about it i mean spies were being sent into the wonka factory like people were trying to come steal his ideas his recipes all this type of stuff so he basically was kind of like victim or prisoner to his own factory. He couldn't yeah. leave. He couldn't do nothing. He he had to sleep there. All that. So, in the end, it kind of drove him mad. So, what does Wonka do? Is Wonka decides he's going to come up with a fucking plan to fucking get back at 
the townspeople, basically. You know, they've tried to steal his stuff. He's like, nah, bitch, I ain't having it no more. I don't want to be stuck in my fucking factory. I want to fucking do more, right? So he's like, I'm going to get back at you bitches. So he comes up with the whole golden ticket idea to entice the children, get them all excited, like, hey, golden ticket, come to my fucking factory. And it kind of builds this excitement about these children wanting to go to his factory. So, of course, once they're there, the idea is is they all kind of suffer their own, like, their own specific, like, fate, in a sense. Like, it's... Like, their obsession. Like, it's kind of crazy because this was filmed before Saw, but it's kind of compared to, like, Saw-esque vibes dude yes yes oh they, my god <laughs> that they all have their like own saw saw thing to kind of go from right yeah. so the other thing is too is like think about it that wonka he was never surprised every time the kid he was just like well he was just like well <laughs> fuck you fuck like them. that was fucking you you want to be a spoiled ass bitch like that's what you that's what you get dude. right that movie has one of my favorite monologues ever. That one at the end where he's like, you lose. Good day, sir. Yes. Like he kind of gets dark and twisted. And I think honestly, the, the twistedest moment of the movie is when he fucking like reprimanded Charlie. Oh yeah. That was probably one of the darkest moments of the movie. So, so, okay. So they each have their own fate. They each die disappearing different ways okay because think about it did you ever see those kids again nope Mm -mm. you don't know what happened to them they died in the second movie you do okay but that second movie has nothing to do with the first movie it's a whole different cast it's a whole different feel okay so let's talk about willy wonka and the chocolate factory not charlie and the chocolate factory okay oh um Okay, so yeah, and then the other thing to kind of consider here too is them damn Oompa Loompas. They, it's like he already knew who was coming to his factory. And think about it in the sense of when they all get to the fucking factory and out of everybody, he says to Charlie, well, like I've read about you already in the papers. Like why is Charlie the only one he specifically knows about? Like he probably knows about each other child, right? So he has these ways that they're all going to fucking die the Oompa was already have a choreographed song and thing that they're going to do for each fucking kid because they already know how they're going to die. And then the reason, so going back to theory one on why Charlie was specifically chosen is because, think about it, is Willy Wonka wanted somebody to take over his factory. So out of everybody he could choose to take over his factory, why not choose a one local boy to a poor boy where he could kind of put more of his influence on the boy on like look these bitches are dying and fucking disappearing because they're spoiled ass bitches like look this is why this bitch died this is why this bitch died because you see it throughout the movie he's basically explaining to charlie like this is why this happened this is how this runs this is what happens here xyz right so he basically is like influence charlie in the sense of like i'm gonna let you be the one who takes over but i need you to understand if you're gonna run my fucking evil empire <laughs> this is the reason this these is bitches are dire. yeah because charlie's the only one who survived yeah so 
to me, both theories kind of go like hand in hand together. But hearing well, that, I don't know, like it kind of makes sense because they, because well, I think they, they never, the parents? but they died too. Fuck your kid. Remember? But not in the same way. Well, and Veruca but they, Salt's they dad all did. tried to go rescue them, right? But then dad? Mike TV's mom was like carted off somewhere. But where did they go? Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory movie never explains where these people go. They died. That's your only assumption, right? Wait, so I have a question. I have a, I have a comment. Is it time for comments? Or yeah, not? go for it. Okay, so I feel like when did this movie? When did this movie come out? When did the book come out? 1964. Okay, so in my assumption. Sorry, just like listening to everything and like now thinking back to the film, is that it's a metaphor for H. H. Holmes haunt like hotel where he would take people in and like they would die in different ways because his hotel was basically like um <laughs> She's Googling him. Well hallways were hallways that like led to nowhere and like so it was basically like a big old death trap. So wouldn't you think it's like Willy Wonka is kind of a metaphor for it, considering that like kids died in it? Like, do you I see mean, the connection a little bit? Willy Wonka, after reading this theory, is a twisted fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I mean, like, the connection is there. I just don't know. Because even think about it. And if you want to go to the second movie with Johnny Depp, was that movie not twisted as fuck? Johnny Depp is twisted we, as fuck. Oh, uh, I mean, well, he... <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, I mean... That's just the theory that I saw when I was looking at theories. I was like, Willy Wonka, That is what? an interesting one. So it's kind of, because a lot of people believe that. A yeah. lot of people I mean, see it that he's sense. a serial killer. And it does make sense because in the movie, they never explain where it goes. Also. They died. A part that I forgot to mention is, this is the part that kind of trips me up the most. Because I swear I spent like an hour looking for this. But in the movie, if you know the movie kind of, like, really well, so there's a part in the movie where you have the reporters, right? You have the reporters mentioning that every ticket's been, like, this person got this ticket, this person got this ticket, there's four tickets left. And then you have the last reporter, who is the Paraguay reporter. And this reporter says that all the tickets have already been found before Charlie gets it. Like, this is a main part of the movie. Okay, well, some are saying that one, this reporter, the person who played this reporter was actually Gene Wilder, that he played the reporter as like a disguise so that the whole point of this reporter saying all the tickets were found was to lie to everybody else so they could set up kind of like so they could set up a new version of people looking for tickets that were looking for the tickets the purest way not in a selfish way because obviously when you first put out the tickets like hey here's all these golden tickets for whoever finds them's going to come to the factory all these kids are fucking like i'm gonna get a fucking ticket like it's mine it's mine it's mine well then he says all the tickets have been found the hype kind of dies down and then you can narrow down the purest form which then leads back to Charlie. Charlie. Which that's how kinda of how it should have been because if you like if you hold a contest for your regular clients, you don't want them to come in just because you're having a promotion. You want them to come in but you want one of your loyal clients to win. So that's kind of and yeah, you're right. That was that was like the purest form for Charlie to win because he literally took his little bit of extra mm-hmm. uh, newspaper money. 
to buy a candy bar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so... It was, like, a selfless act of him. Yeah, which kind like, of showed hey, his true treat. character. You know, like, I, all of my money goes to my family. It was just going to be a small treat for me. And he even shared it with his grandparents. Yeah. But then what's crazy about this theory, that part of the theory, is if you look it up, and I swear, I spent an hour doing this, I could not find an actor who played the Paraguay reporter. Okay? So I did different look. Looking up, I looked up the whole cast of Willy Wonka. It says there's the German reporter, or it says that there's the announcer. But then I looked up, um, like, the specific script of the movie. And in the specific script of the movie, you go from the announcer, and then it goes to the Paraguay reporter that says, oh, this person found the last ticket. Because remember, in the movie, the last ticket, it was a fraud. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So the Paraguay reporter is the one who said, oh, the last ticket was found. But if you go back and look through the cast, it never mentions who played the Paraguay reporter. Like, it doesn't even mention that reporter at all. Well, he could be uncredited. But why would you uncredit that role? Like, that's a pretty significant role. There are some roles that are uncredited all the time. Just go back. Like, if you're specifically interested in it, go back and look. I'm going to watch it. I looked at all the characters. Okay? And I looked at all the uncredited characters. And this person's never listed. There's no Paraguay reporter ever listed. But every other reporter is listed? There's a German reporter and then, of course, the announcer. All of them are listed. But people are saying that the Paraguay reporter was most likely played by Willy Wonka. And then, like, specifically in my head... You mean Gene Wilder? Yeah. Okay. I can't... (laughs) Specifically in my head, I can't remember that part of the movie. I I know I remember it happening and it being said that all the tickets would be found... But I can't. I, I don't. I again. don't have a. I don't have a face to this person. I have it on to Blu-ray. say um, that it was Gene Wilder. I don't have a face to that. But I thought that was kind of interesting too, because then that kind of ties into the aspect of one Willy Wonka having people working for him. Okay, having the Can Man specifically have Charlie. Him fucking lying, saying all the tickets had been found so he could find the real purest person to take over his industry. And then all that ties back down into Charlie. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It's a whole nother outlook on Willy Wonka. And I feel like it's a like a favorite childhood movie. Yes. But I feel like with any kind of childhood movie, like Disney movies, there's always like a hidden message in it. And I feel like this could be a really good hidden message. It's H.H. H. Holmes. I Girl. It's H.H. H. Holmes. No. It's a metaphor. But I'm going to have to watch H. H. that movie again and yeah. watch that scene. Because I couldn't find it. I know I'm telling you, I, face pretty well. So I fucking I can... Googled it. I fucking went to YouTube. They all bring up the announcer. But I cannot find the Paraguay reporter. And I thought it was so weird. Why can't I Is find this one part of the movie? from Paraguay? Like, for sure? That's what... Yes. Yes. Like, it says... That it's the Paraguay report in the whole, like, if you looked at the transcript of the script or whatever, it says Paraguay reporter. Huh. Okay. I'm out yeah. to, to watch this. So, yeah. So that was my little spiel on Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Fucking twisted fuck. Um, I did like the movie though. I mean, it's a classic movie, but I it love does. That movie. I think being older and kind of rewatching and learning about these movies, you're kind of like, wait a minute, because now that I think about it, I mean, they never explain what happened to those kids. So they were all fuck ups, and then what happened to them? They all died. 
But they don't say that. They're pieces so, of shit. So, oh, that. you're a piece of shit. So you just fucking so you vanish die. from the world. Yes. That's crazy. Don't we good. care how Goodbye. I want it now. <laughs> fucking I Baroka, you bitch. I want the world. Daddy. I want the whole world. Daddy, I want the golden egg. <laughs> but yeah. I'm telling you, H.H. Holmes. It's a metaphor for H.H. Holmes. She Hotel. tripping. What is you and fucking H.H. Holmes? That has nothing to do H. H. with H. my Willy Wonka. H.H. H. Holmes. So, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes. That was me rewinding. So, H.H. H. Holmes. <laughs> so, Willy yeah. Wonka so, that was. H. H. Holmes. So, that was Willy Wonka. <laughs> um, Michelle had her theory. I had my theory. Let's hear what Bernice's fucking theory is today. My theory. Oh, goal. My theory is that. The earth is not round, y'all. It is flat like this table. Anyway. But this table's round. That's false. This table's not fucking round. What the fuck? A round is a circle. There's no way that this earth is flat. Shut your ass up. I'm just Okay, saying. hold on. I had a lot of bunch of random writings. Now I gotta find my fucking notes. Okie dokie. Are y'all ready? Okay. So my conspiracy theory today is that the earth is not spherical. Is that a word? <laughs> yes. Is that a word? Es una palabra? Sí. Creo que sí. Creo que es sí. Es una palabra. Probablemente que sí. Um, <laughs> the earth is not round. It is flat like a disc. So y'all remember like a CD? I feel, I, I picture like a CD. Like, you know. that, that's dumb. Shut your face. Anyway. That's so the idea dumb. is that the Arctic Circle is in the center of it. And that Antarctica is a 150-foot-foot <laughs> tall wall around the edge of the entire Earth. So on all the way on the outer <laughs> circle of it, it's 150-foot ice wall, basically. So kind of like Game of Thrones, like the big old wall that, that protects makes the North. complete fucking sense. <laughs> that does not make sense at all. Disclaimer. Whatsoever. Disclaimer, Christina is a flat earther. I'm um, a flat earther bitch. So she's here to verify these facts. Um, anyway, and it's believed that the rim is actually protected by NASA. NASA. Oh. That was really country. That My big God. ass bullshit by NASA. So anyway, that the rim is protected by NASA to prevent people from climbing over the wall and falling off the edge, essentially falling off of the face of the earth. It is also believed by flat earthers that the sun and the moon are circles, 32-foot um, circles, uh, what you call it, like dia- in diameter, right? Uh, circles, or spheres, sorry, and they move in a circular motion, so basically just like a circle above the Earth. So they orbit around Earth. Yeah, so they, er- but yes, but like in a flat, like, surface. Let me clarify for my people who want to be on my team. It's basically like a spotlight is how we describe it, yeah. okay? That don't make no goddamn sense. Okay, but a spotlight makes sense? But you just described your theory as a spotlight. A spotlight is basically a light that moves from side to side. That's exactly what the moon is. Boom. Okay, that's no. Not, no, that's not what they're saying, though. Absolutely not. Wait, so you just... Okay, you're contradicting your own people, Christina. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, so it is like a ball. It's like a circle like this, right? And it, instead of going, like, around this, the earth like this, it goes around the earth like this is the earth, and it goes like this. Like a spotlight. <laughs> I fucking can't with this. 
is still orbiting. So anyway, mm. so it's about, so the, the earth and the moon are only about 32 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, they are spheres, but they're only 32 feet wide and they circle around the top of the earth. Um, also they don't, they think there's only life and whatnot on one side of it. Like the other side is death. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And it's only rock. There's no life or anything yeah. on the other side. We believe that it's just rock underneath the earth. But there's, there's no. They're not sure. Like they don't know what's on the other side. It's unknown. So anyway, I know for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the core. <laughs> oh my god! They and they move in three thousand mile circles above the earth. Um, and the stars also kind of have a similar rotation pattern. Um. So, basically, the sun and the moon illuminate at different places on the planet in a 24-hour cycle. So, that's how we still have, like, night and day in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all can jump in at any moment, by the way. I can't, because this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm fucking offended. That's really... Because as a flat I'm sorry. It's fucking stupid. No, let me tell you, bro. Okay, we bro. believe in the invisible anti-moon. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, that's a thing. Thank you. Yes. Uh, ex, so ex, explica. Ex, what the fuck is a spigula? Explica. <laughs> explica. Okay. So yes, the way that lunar eclipses are eclipses, lunar eclipses are explained is that an invisible anti-moon obscures the moon during these periods causing a lunar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Um, they also believe that gravity, gravity, gravity mm-hmm. is an illusion. So no, hold on <laughs> that objects are not drawn to the earth, but the earth is in fact moving upwards mm-hmm. at a rate of 32 feet per second squared or 19.8 meters per second squared. Truth. So instead of, Things being drawn to the earth, the earth is being moved upwards. But they can't agree as to if it's like an infinite upward movement or what. They're still debating it. Stops. Yeah. Something about the speed of light. No. No. Wow. No. So, in regards to your whole, there are pictures. It's believed that NASA has doctored these pictures. Because, and the proof is that the oceans appear to be different colors and that the continents appear to shift. Okay, you know why they the do. ocean is different colors? Because there's different fucking enzymes in the goddamn ocean depending on where you are. Because it's flat. No. NASA is a motherfucking lie. Christina, NASA is not the only organization because of us, scientists. as fucking flat earthers. We believe, too, that with NASA fucking lying... They don't lie. It's Listen, it's a whole lot cheaper to fucking fake a fucking air program than to actually have one. We ain't got listen, money for that sir. shit. Who's been on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Is it proven? Buzz Aldrin. Is it proven? Yes. How? Because By they told, them telling their stories oh, because and then they bringing told back you, evidence. They told you a story. Bernie, bringing back told evidence. told you a story. Bringing back evidence. What they bring back? A uh, fucking rock. Oh, a rock. I could find a rock under my ass. 
Okay. Anyways, the government is not telling me that the earth is round. Scientists are telling me that the earth is round. Scientists are not owned by the government. And have scientists not been wrong before? Scientists have been wrong before, but oh, the okay. scientists don't prove anything. They disprove Thank stuff. You. They don't prove anything. Thank yeah. you. Bernie's continue. Scientists don't prove anything. They quoted disprove. By they don't prove. They disprove. Yeah. They run tests and hypotheses, and then they hypothesis. explain. Can that we define what a hypothesis is, please? Uh, oh Alex God, Trebek, can we define hypothesis? Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Define it. Hypothesis is a theory supported by evidence. Oh, it's a theory. Yeah. Keyword theory. Well, yeah, so the but thing- your your definition of theory Time out. and the scientist's <laughs> definition of theory is different. I learned this in my biology class a couple okay, weeks ago. Okay, so a hypothesis is a suppos- supposition or proposed explanation made on the basis of limited evidence as a limited. starting point for further investigation. As a starting point for further investigation. Hold on. Limited. I need y'all both to shut up. <laughs> So what it is, is like you're constantly, it's like you have a problem and you're constantly trying to find the ways that it's not causing because you can never find the, the you an exact 100% correct reason as to what the cause is. So you have to eliminate all other possible issues or, right? Causations. Causations. So you have to like eliminate all the causal probable factors. causal factors until you're left with the one. But because... It's science. Like there's, it's a, it's a science. Like it's never gonna be perfect because we can come out with a new technology that can disprove something that's always believed to be true or further support it. Right, or further support the idea. But hypotheses that have been tested over and over again and have tested positive for one prominent feature or whatever is called a theory. But even a theory can be proved wrong. Oh. So the the idea that the earth is flat can still be proved wrong. Just like the idea that the earth is round can be proven wrong. Correct? (laughs) Okay, so as a flat earther, what is your supporting comments regarding flat earthness? Photos of the globe are photoshopped. How do you know they're 100%? How do you know they're not? Exactly. We can have this conversation all day fucking long. How do you know chocolate's really chocolate? How do you know vanilla's really vanilla? Everyone has a fucking opinion on something. It doesn't make it reality. Okay, so GPS are rigged to make pilots believe that they're actually flying in a straight line around the globe when they are clearly flying in circles around the globe. The globe. You just called it Around globe. the disc. My bad, bitch. Wow. Okay. And... Why is it that some celebrities believe it's flat? What are they just all stupid? Okay, what, are they all this? so? Yes, yeah, Bob, Bob tweeted: No matter how high in elevation you are, the horizon is always eye level. Okay, Christina, please tell me that you did not fall for that because that's a stupid ass thing to say. No matter what, what okay, that duh, the horizon is always going to be at eye level because you're fucking looking at it. How are you looking at it? Because With your okay, fucking eyes. How do you know? Why don't we have a ball here? I should have brought a fucking ball. But okay, let's pretend this is like one side of the one side of the earth, okay? Like this is the earth. We're standing right here. That and flat part right there the where the earth's yes. flat? Yes. But uh-huh. it's round. So you're always going to see this flat area because this is where you're standing. So you're always going to see the land that's right in front of you. It doesn't prove anything. So let me ask you something. With that object that you're showing me, it's clearly round, right? Right. 
but it being round, does it make it a sphere or does it make it round like a Christina, disc? Christina, so this is flat. No, well, let me ask you. Is, is it flat. is it flat like oh, a shit. disc? Hold on. Or is it round like a sphere? It's flat like it's what? Oh, it's flat. It's, no, it's round like a sphere. Shut up. This is how okay. do you know if you only see one side so of it? So if this is the entire Earth, right? Like this surface. That's flat. Yes. So this is flat. This is this is your <laughs> theory, right? Mm -hmm. If I were to sprinkle, if I was to sprinkle some salt over theory here. Dust. Fairy dust. <laughs> if I were to sprinkle some salt and make some mountains on this side, if I'm standing all the way over here, then I should be able to see those mountains. Meaning that I should be able to see the fucking Colorado mountains from here. I should be able it's to see flat. the fucking Rod uh, Rocky Mountains from here. Why can't I see that? Because you still have this fucking sky, bro. There's still going to be fucking like Did you clouds. There's still going to be fucking like Okay, so that are what, blocking is your your view. what is so your you're explanation? So you're telling me... What you is your explanation? Listen. What is your so explanation? You're to, oh my God. Listen, listen, Linda. So you're, you're trying cut. to tell me if I'm standing at this mountain, I should be able to see 100,000 feet away from me yeah, when people can't even fucking see 10 feet in front of them. But why can't That's because bitches that Okay. So some people are fucking blind. So what? Everybody needs fucking hydroponic glasses? Hydroponic glasses. Girl. I, no. There's a difference between eye, like eyesight, like what you can personally physically see yourself. And what you can see because of where you are. So I'm telling you, all fucking buildings aside and shit, I should be able to fucking see the mountain from oh, here. so you can be able to see through buildings is what you're saying? So you can see the mountains? Buildings aside, let's knock all the fucking buildings oh, out. Oh, let's, let's knock them down. Correct? What I'm saying is, like, let's pretend that the buildings aren't okay, there. Okay, but you want to pretend that something's not there that's there. So let's talk about what is there. Oh my god. I just want to talk about what is there. This doesn't treat You want to take away things that are there. So let's talk about for a second what Michelle, is there. You gotta fucking help me, ho, as a. Sir. I mean, I. <laughs> I can't with you. I fucking can't. I won't run your dog over. Bernice, do you want to talk about something that's from this decade or. <laughs> bitch don't win and got a donut. <laughs> Because she can't hang. Okay, Christina. She can't even finish her. I'm just I, saying. Christina, what I'm saying is, okay. Explain. From one side of the, from, we're on one side of the ocean, right? So from where where we are, <laughs> when you stand on the fucking Gulf, dirty ass Gulf of Mexico, mm -hmm. you can, you should be able to see fucking Africa from here. Oh, really? Because there's no fucking, there's just water. And so if it's flat, then it's just water. So you should be able to see all the way straight so across water. So how far water. can you see, Bernice? Christina. No, I just want to know how far being, can you see? You're being you're being a pain in the ass right now. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. If it's flat, then you should be able to see everything from here okay. until Africa. I'm not denying anything you're saying, but I just want to know. I mean, if you can really see that far, I'd be fucking amazed. You'd be fucking superwoman. So you're saying... Are you related to Superman? Your argument is simply based on the fact that human, human eyes cannot see that far. Yeah. That's your whole argument. Yeah. So let's since take you that. Let's put out, no, let's since put you out a science, whole fucking high tech camera since you out there. Scientifical people want to say science is the one who says things are a certain way. Why don't you let science fucking decide how far you can fucking see and how far the human eye can see? Why don't you research fucking that with science? What I was saying is that taking buildings aside, pretending we're back. Two million years ago, there was no buildings. You should be able to see straight across the land, right? You should be able to see from here to Japan. How far? Okay, so I want to know, how far is Texas from Japan, Bernice? Just so I know how far I should be able to be able to see. Because if my vision's not there, then I'm fucked. Texas. You see, this is round. You should be able to, to see the fucking mountains that are in fucking wherever. Wherever the highest mountain is, 
from Texas, you should be able to see that without a fucking problem. Because we only have hills here. Texas doesn't really have mountains, so now we exactly. only have hills. So now you should so be able to the see. Highest you should be able to from see the highest hill. Where, where's the highest? What's the highest furthest hill? So from Texas to Japan, it's six thousand four hundred and six miles. Okay, you, what's my the highest? Should be able to see that. What's the highest mountain from here to Japan? If if you take that building away, <laughs> <laughs> that's your friend. That's your. That's the person on your team. If the flat, if the Earth was flat, then I should be able to see the highest building in Texas from here, in if, any direction. Not necessarily, girl. Thank you. If it's flat. Girl, everything, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of shit that's going to obstruct your vision. Thank because you. Right, but if it's Brown. higher than everything else, then you should be able to see it. <laughs> no. Yes. Okay, look, it's even saying, from atop of Mount Everest, yes. Mount Everest is the highest Ooh, peak. my God. You should be able to see 211 miles. But yes. Japan, that is a Listen, flat, motherfucker. That is a round Japan idea. six thousand miles away that is and they're a round from mount earth Ever- idea they're saying from mount everest i should only be able to see 211 miles that is but a you round want me to see six thousand miles away to japan to see what the fuck they doing on a fucking rainy day that is What's a round japan? earth idea <laughs> let me step outside so i can see what you're doing <laughs> that <laughs> is a round earth idea okay i don't subscribe to that i don't know what you're talking about girl Hashtag flat earth. <laughs> we'll be posting pictures online. Of how flat the earth is. And Bernice will be posting pictures of Japan. Because she can see them from here. Because <laughs> fucking done talking for the night. But if you guys want to see it, As Bernice, picture, what Japan's doing right now. She'll... I can see Russia from my house. <laughs> <laughs> She thinks she's the boss of everything. She fucking wants to do the outro to I'm shit. I'm the momager. The momager. The pain in my ass. I wouldn't have to do the outro to shit if other people got their shit together. Michelle. Michelle. Bernice. Bernice. Michelle. <laughs> Bitch, I'm just sitting here eating my donuts. Exactly. Stuff your face. So anyways, guys. With Dunkin' Donuts. Thanks so much for tuning in. These were our theories. I'm going to have to cut a lot of this motherfucking shit out. So if you hear lots of it's because it was it's because this shit was too damn long. So listen, guys. You were drinking. You were having fun. Bernice has had a rough week. Michelle's had a rough life. Look at her. <laughs> as she stuffed a donut in her mouth. As she, nom, as nom, she nom, eats nom. a donut. Nom, 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 nom. That's, That's how Michelle eats with that voice. Donut monster. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was fun. We had a little argument, but honestly, I don't believe the earth is flat. <laughs> I just wanted to argue with Bernice because I'm really good at arguing, and Bernice was not great at defending herself. I wasn't trying to defend anything. So, as she says now, she wasn't trying to defend herself, but she wants me to see from Texas to Japan. So if you can see from Texas to Japan, please tweet us, message us on Instagram. I would love to see your pictures from your house in Japan. So I can see... <laughs> so i can see what's going on so thank you guys so much for tuning in (laughs) we will talk to you soon Bye. Bye. bye